Hi, beautiful world. It's Lexi, you know, wonderful co-host, avid shoe wearer, potty mouth like a sailor, you know. Um, if you're familiar with our podcast, you know that accountability and transparency are everything for me, so I'm sorry. Um, we have been on a bit of a hiatus for the last two and a half months now, and it is entirely on me. I am our audio editor, and I just stopped. I had a lot of personal events that all added up to my mental health crash. I I am getting better. Things are looking up. It's been a long time. I just wanted to say again that I'm sorry for the leave of absence, but we are back. If you hear in the upcoming episodes that we are still talking about school before summer break, that's because that's when these were recorded. I am thankful to have Amy as a best friend and co-host. She is amazing and understanding and supportive of everything I've been going through. Unfortunately, it took me this long to get back on on top of things, but I'm here, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hope not too many of you tuned out, because we're back, baby. All right. Until next time, Pinky's out, bitches. What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it, don't we, Amy? <laughs> What so say you, Amy? <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> that was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of... Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. I'm just gonna, like, walk into it. We're not even gonna... We're not even okay. gonna say hi. <laughs> Fuck even, well, we gotta say fuck, hi. Fuck even <laughs> greeting these people. We're just all here, okay? We're, we're present. It's cool. You hear that? <laughs> she says, fuck all y'all. We're here. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 16. There you go. Walking in. <laughs> that was no longer walking in. <laughs> that was kicking the door in and flapping your jacket like Samuel Jackson. Come on. <laughs> Tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> no. All right. I think that's great. Episode 16. Hey, hi, howdy. How we doing, y'all? <laughs> Amy, how has your week been? It's been not super interesting but i do want to tell you about something that happened to me while i went to walmart the other day <laughs> always with the walmart with me it's, it's all we got okay like it's literally all we got <laughs> is walmart <laughs> we have two two walmarts no target no coles no You're nothing like, you know? none of the other ones literally none we we have <laughs> Walmart. We have a super Walmart and we have a neighborhood Walmart. And then we also have an Albertsons, which is expensive. And their generic brand sucks. And um, we also have a a Lowe's supermarket. And we do have a Lowe's 
hardware store as well, but we have a Lowe's supermarket and I didn't even know those groceries. It is, and and it's kind of confusing being as somebody that moved here from the Midwest, and yeah, where we're from, we only have a Lowe's hardware store. So my husband, he asked me to stop at Lowe's to get him some newspaper or something. I immediately thought Lowe's hardware store. I go to the Lowe's grocery store, just not all that often, but I go there, and I know its name. He tells me to go to Lowe's to get some newspaper, and I go all the way over to the <laughs> the hardware store, Lowe's. <laughs> and I'm like, there is no newspaper here. And he's like, yeah, there is. It's right out front. And I'm like, I'm looking out front. And he was like, what Lowe's did you go to? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> You're like, the only one I know, damn it. <laughs> but... Yeah, so, I mean, so we have Walmart, so that's where I go. I'll go to Lowe's to get meat sometimes because they have really good price on meat and they have a lot of meat. And they also have the tortilleria there, which is where they make homemade fresh tortillas. Ooh. Oh, so good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And they just have them by the bag and they have this whole, like, conveyor belt and everything and yeah. When you come visit, I'll have to show you. Yeah, you will. That's all. Like, I'm over here trying not to drool. Shit, I need to know about this tortilleria. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so circling back, Walmart. I went to Walmart. Uh, I usually go about twice a week. Um, this past week, I went twice in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because when I went or the first time, I forgot something the second time. So I'm wearing my, my purple rain shirt. Okay. And tell you what, my husband bought me that because he knows how much I love prints. And, um, I love that shirt. It's a fantastic shirt. So I have gotten more compliments on that shirt than any other shirt that I've had. <laughs> and I've only had that shirt for like a couple of weeks now. Like, well, maybe a couple of months. Uh, but anyway, people love my Purple Rain shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I go into Walmart wearing my Purple Rain shirt and the guy that's at the door, you know, sanitizing the carts and welcoming people as they come in, he says... Welcome to Walmart. I like your shirt. And I'm like, thanks. I love my shirt too. You know? <laughs> and I just go about my my uh, my trip. And then I turn around and I walk out. And he says, have a, have a good day. And I'm like, thanks. Well, and then I had to go back like many hours later. <laughs> and I was like, shit <laughs> i don't know why it makes me all paranoid if i have to go to the same place more than once i'm like people are going to recognize me they're going to know that i was here earlier <laughs> they're going to know that i'm crazy because i go to the store twice in the same day <laughs> so i go back to walmart and i walk in same guy's there. He's like, welcome to Walmart. I still like your shirt. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's true. It's you're true. Like, he knows. He like, knows. I got to take that guy out now. He knows too much. <laughs> <laughs> knows too much. <laughs> 
And I'm like, thanks. I still love my shirt too. But right now I'm like super anxiety because you noticed that I've been here a second time now. <laughs> what is that? What is wrong with me? <laughs> like people aren't allowed to go to the same place more than once. What? No, it's a secret rule. And you broke it, you dirty name. rule breaker. <laughs> And it's only, like, my rule. Like, I don't think anybody else feels like this. <laughs> I'm making this No, no, I don't, I don't like doing it either. Usually that <laughs> second time in the store, you're like... <laughs> I was not here earlier. <laughs> Who, me? What? That was last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the second time when I went in... And I'm checking out. There's this lady. And she's got her son with her. He's got to be like eight, seven, nine. <laughs> seven to nine years old. <laughs> and um, she is having a fucking conniption fit because she lost her list. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, I I feel her on that, you know, like, you write out the list and you, like, forget it at home or something, or you, like, lost it in the car or whatever, and you're like, ah, shit, my list, you know, but that's usually about where it ends. Not this lady, not her list, no, no. <laughs> she was accusing People of stealing her list. <laughs> wow. This lady was, she found a manager. She found a manager to say that her list is missing. <laughs> and, and the manager's just like, okay. <laughs> Staring at her. And he's like, Oh, that sucks. I hate when I lose my list. <laughs> so she's like, so you're not going to help me? Help me with what, lady? It's a fucking list. So she's like, so you're not going to help? That's fine. I'll just go check the parking lot. And as she's like walking to the door from like the service desk, <laughs> I'm literally right in front of the service desk, okay? And I am checking out, like putting my bags into the cart as she's loading the bags, you know. Yeah. And this lady, <laughs> she starts at my cart. She walks over to my cart and she, like, looks into my cart. Looking for her list. <laughs> she said, Got you her look like a list, lift, a, a list lifter. I can't say that. That's hard. You look like you steal Grocery lists. <laughs> You're just giving me a vibe. But then, so, so she looks into my into my cart. Got her lips all pursed, you know. And she looks in there, and she looks at me. She looks back in my cart. She looks at me again, and then she turns and she walks to the next person, and legitimately goes to every single person's cart on her way out the door. She's making sure. That nobody stole her list. <laughs> just in case. Look, it was just one looking of you them up bitches. and down. 
It had to be. <laughs> Not my grocery list. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god. This lady's like really serious about her list. <laughs> she is pressed. Okay? Pressed. <laughs> So I go out the door after I check out and um, she went out the other door. And as she said, she's scanning the parking lot for her (laughs) list. So I go out the other door and I'm walking down the lane that I'm parked in. And this lady is legitimately walking like through cars, like through the parking lot. Looking for her, dragging her poor son. (laughs) everywhere in walmart and outside of walmart looking for this list (laughs) poor kid and i'm just like is it really that serious like you really can't go shopping without a list like i very rarely go shopping with a list to be completely honest i have a very specific route that I go and you know I buy a lot of the same things so like I when I get to these things I like I'm like do I still have this stuff do I need more Eh, might as well just buy more like sometimes I'll like text myself a list of things that I need to make sure that I don't forget like if they're not normal things that I buy but other than that like, it's not that serious to right. have a list, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it should be that serious, for sure. <laughs> I think maybe we should she tone was... it down several notches. <laughs> she was, said, uh, mm. I was entertained. Yeah. <laughs> you have my list? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> she said, oh, you're wearing a purple rain shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you would. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so that was entertaining. Uh other than that, it hasn't been it's been really slow dashing wise. Um but good news is I got a retail job. Ooh. Not gonna tell you guys what it is yet. I might later. It's going to be a surprise. I'll drop hints. See if you pick up on it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm getting back into the retail world. (sighs) Like having to work actual scheduled shifts and stuff again after not having to do that for a year. (laughs) Weird, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I don't know yet, but I know it will be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the girls... They love mommy. They love mommy. They are mommy addicts. You know, and you can attest to this. Yes, I can. Uh, So my grandparents sent, she likes, my grandma, she likes to send the girls cute clothes all the time. And she sent them these super cute tie-dye blue maxi dresses matching not like different colors or anything. They're legitimately like the same dress, just one smaller than the other. Oh. <laughs> and so it inspired me to take them on a photo shoot. So the girls and I went on a photo shoot tonight and they fucking killed it. 
snaps to my hey. kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they basically like anything that I like. So if I show them things from like my childhood, they want to watch it, you know, movie wise. Yeah. Um, Aurora, just the other day, we watched <laughs> The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I I found it on Amazon, the first one. So, Roar and I watched that. And you know what's funny? Ugh, it you know that it does not take much for me to get nauseous. <laughs> yeah. I I uh when it comes to TV screens, movie screens, like it can't be a lot of motion and it has to be like in focus. All right? Well, I have a 65-inch 4K ultra-high-def smart TV. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's a Samsung even, you know? So, it is a good TV. Well, um, Mary-Kate, the adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley are from the 90s. (laughs) And they were on VHS. Yes, they were. Uh... Quality-wise, it wasn't that great, and even though it was only like half an hour, I was very nauseous. You're like <laughs> trying to watch them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Aurora fully loved that, and then they also watched Cats with me. Ooh, like the original. Yes the the play the play they watched it with me. I found that on Amazon, too, and um, I was telling them about how I used to watch Cats all the time, and I would always, like, every time I would watch, I would pick a different dancer to dance their part and sing their songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) Little baby Amy dancing to the musicals. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Hey, it got me on dance team. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) So, eh. and they freaking loved it. Cats. Oh my gosh, it was the cutest thing. We watched it in my room on my bed. We were like cuddling, but there were so many different songs that got them all hyped up and they were just like jumping on the bed and singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jericho Cats, Jericho Cats, do, do. <laughs> they were just jamming. <laughs> so, it's been a good week. Nothing crazy so that's it for me what about you i also didn't really have much of an eventful uh week a lot of dashing um so the only really big things is uh one i'm like fully convinced now that when we took that whole year hiatus with covid everyone just forgot how to fucking drive we don't know how to cue (laughs) We don't understand how to take turns in merging lanes. We just forgot all of it. We got real stupid behind the wheel, and I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. I'm such a defensive driver. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? That's what I think it is. I think think COVID made everybody stupid in that regard. (laughs) Because. But um, I keep running. You know how I am. When I get put into an awkward situation, I can't just play it cool. I get awkward, okay? Like, 90% of the time, I'm gonna get, like, turtly about it, okay? So, 
there's this awkward exchange that keeps happening. I go to drop off an order. It's a contactless delivery, right? So they don't want you to talk to them. They don't want you to touch their stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. I set the food down and I go to take the picture. And while I'm going to take the picture, they're trying to go for the food. And I'm like, oh, hold on. I need a picture for the app. (laughs) Sometimes they'll be like, oh, and like act almost like they walked in on somebody. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. They're like, oh, shit. And so they'll like back up and like close the door even. This one girl. This one girl the other day. Okay. I go to drop off her order, and as I'm, like, pull, I got my camera up, I'm literally about to take the picture, and she starts opening a door. I'm like, oh, hold on just a second, I need to take a picture. She goes, oh, okay, go ahead. And as I'm taking the picture, she's still going to grab for it, and I'm just like... <laughs> go so ahead. I have, a, I have a picture of her leaning forward. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people, like, if, if they come out and I'm supposed to take a picture, I'm like, all right, now pose with your food. See, people are like, I don't know. I tried that once and the guy looked offended. <laughs> but it's just like every time it happens, either they'll act like, oh God, oh, excuse me. Or like this girl, she's just like, what up? Talk about. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It always makes me happy though because then it makes me realize that I'm not alone in being awkward. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it feels so good knowing that you're not the only one being a weird little turtle. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, I really didn't have much to talk about at all. That was uh that was that was my week. Woo! Nothing really happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so does that mean that it's time for In the News? I do believe it is. Now I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. Ooh, ooh. All right. Okay. I called dibs. I'm going first. Yes, I was just about to tell you to go first. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> Good. Do it. All right. All right. So my article comes from the leader. Or myleaderpaper.com. I don't know. It's a local news outlet. And it is titled, Arnold Man Strips Naked Twice During an Encounter with Police. (laughs) All right. Twice. Can you see the eyebrows? Hold on. Twice. That that means that he took off his clothes, put his clothes back on. Then it took him off again. I wish you would stay back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> wait, wait. Don't go back to the ledge, my Cut friend. Cut ties, <laughs> lies. You've been limited. <laughs> he had to have been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
A 43-year-old Arnold man was taken to the hospital for evaluation after he twice (laughs) stripped off his clothes during an encounter with police on Richardson Road. Arnold police were called to the area after the man allegedly caused a disturbance at a nearby Phillips 66 gas station, authorities reported. At about 1.30 a.m. on April 22nd, Arnold police were called to the gas station uh, after the man allegedly walked into the convenience store and started yelling at people. (laughs) (laughs) When the man left the store... (laughs) He says, hey, your cigarette prices suck! (laughs) 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 When the man left the store, he reportedly threw a cell phone into an ice cooler and said... Now they can't track me, police reported. <laughs> this will show them. <laughs> like, like, imagine being that cashier. You're like, did he just, you know what? I don't even want to fucking ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. Right. <laughs> An officer spotted the man walking along Richardson Road near I-55 and turned on his patrol lights. Uh, and tried to stop the man. Uh, however, he continued to walk, so the officer blew his air horn siren, and the man put his hands in the air, but then started taking off his clothes. <laughs> While fully nude, the man walked to the I-55 overpass, the report said. So he's, like, stripping and strutting. He's like, Bounce, 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 bounce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Other officers arrived and the man eventually was stopped. Police said the man told them he was sick with the G5 virus. What the fuck is the G5 virus? <laughs> he was sick with the G5 virus. I wonder if that has anything to do with 5G. Like. and needed help Uh, police Uh. also said the man's pupils were very dilated and he was acting erratically according to the report I'm thinking maybe it was not alcohol maybe maybe (laughs) some kind of drugs a stimulant of sorts (laughs) maybe some psychoses of sorts (laughs) hallucinogen yikes he said I got the G5 watch out (laughs) <laughs> I got the G5 virus. G5 virus. <laughs> uh, the officers. Did that come before or after the G6? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, the Pontiac? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. The officers retrieved the man's clothes and he put them back on. A short time later, though, the man told officers he was too hot again and took off his clothes a second time. <laughs> when the officers... He, he took off his clothes, he put them back on, and he <laughs> took them off again. They're like, look, buddy, <laughs> it's really hard to talk to you with your dick out. Can you, like... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I'm sorry I'm making you uncomfortable. Let me just put my clothes back on. Nope, too hot. Dick's going back no, down. No, it's hot. <laughs> I'm on fire. Help me, Oprah Winifrey. <laughs> All right, Ricky Bobby, hold on. 
When officers tried to dress him again, the man allegedly became aggressive and officers physically restrained him and handcuffed him, the report said. He did not want to put his clothes on. <laughs> he was transported to a local hospital in St. Sa- uh, Louis County where he allegedly was combative with hospital personnel and had to be sedated, according to the report. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Jeez. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> he, he said, put my cell phone in the freezer. That'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> they can't track me now. It, I'm over there where, where they think I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my article, Amy. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> what is your news article this week? So, mine is a little more serious. All right. Um, I don't know if you've been seeing it, but I've been seeing it all over social media recently about the... um. The staffing shortage. You know, there's lots of jobs and a lot of people aren't working those jobs. And a lot of people are trying to say that the people that aren't working those jobs are lazy and they're taking on unemployment, you know, like, because they're getting paid more on unemployment. Like, maybe that's what we should be (laughs) looking at. Why are they getting paid more not to work? Maybe you're not not giving them livable wages. There's there's not a shortage of people wanting to work. There's a shortage of people wanting to work for seven dollars and twenty five cents when they got bills to pay. Yup. <laughs> yup. So, my article is CNN.com. Low pay and toxic workplaces are driving workers away from restaurants. On a typical week in pre-pandemic times, about 15 people would walk into one of Patrick Wallen's casual, elegant restaurants seeking a job in the kitchen. From January 1st to April 15th of this year, a total of 15 people sought back-of-the-house positions. 15 people within that time span rather than 15 people a day. (laughs) Wow. So, that is a difference. It wasn't a shortage. It was a drought, said Wallen, or Waylon. W-H-A-L-E-N. Waylon. Tales of worker scarcity in the food and hospitality business have grown in volume in recent weeks as restrictions are loosening and an increasing number of restless vaccinated patrons are opting to dine in or to to dine in instead of door dashing out. <laughs> because I get it. You've been stuck in your house this whole time. People are finally starting to get vaccinated and numbers are going down, you know, still following guidelines and everything. I get wanting to go dine out instead of staying in like you've been staying in for almost, you know, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I get it. Um, On paper, such a supply-demand imbalance seems like a head-scratcher. 
The pandemic leveled the hospitality industry, causing the restaurant sector to lose 2.5 million workers. As of March, food service unemployment rates remain nearly double that of the national average. While some have placed the blame on higher and extended unemployment benefits, restaurant workers, their advocates, and restaurateurs say the pandemic has exposed deeper systematic problems within the industry, notably low wages and poor working conditions. People don't want to work 80 hours a week and still barely be able to pay their bills. Yes, that exactly. (laughs) This is not a worker shortage. This is a wage shortage. The restaurant business inherently and pre-COVID was a toxic workplace, Waylon said. You had an enormous wage gap between the back of the house and the front of the house. Rampant alcohol and drug problems, harassment issues. You got people living in or near poverty working hourly jobs with no guarantees. When the industry collapsed, the pandemic merely amplified the pre-existing conditions. Yep. Yeah. COVID really really shined a light. How many times are you going to go back to something that hurts you? Alicia Macklin, who has an 11-year-old and a 2-year-old child, lost her job of seven years as a bartender at a Spokane, Washington nightclub. Finding another hospitality job was not a viable option. For me, it was like, I can't make minimum wage. I have to make double, she said, noting her childcare costs can range from $900 to $1,200 a month. The wage needs to become livable. Exactly. Yep. This is why a lot of moms don't work because you're not even making enough money to freaking cover childcare. Exactly. <laughs> For many years, the club work was ideal. She'd bring in three hundred to three hundred and fifty dollars on good nights and double that on special occasions such as Pride. Macklin's spouse worked during the day and could care for the kids at night. During the pandemic, nightclubs and some bars went dormant amid social gathering restrictions, schools went virtual, and later, Macklin also joined the ranks of pandemic divorcees. Aww. She put her focus on pursuing a legal career, completed an application for law school, and two weeks ago landed a job as a legal assistant in Seattle. Good for her! Hell yeah! That's great! For those that don't have a fallback like I do, they're stranded, she said. This is all so true. Like, that's that's the problem with working in fast food and in restaurants, hospitality. You know, like, a lot of those places really treat you just like you're a number. Yep. Like, you're just another number. You're not a person that has bills to pay and kids to feed. Yep. They don't really care. They'll be like, well, if you leave, we'll find somebody else. Well, guess what? Now you can't find other people because people are like, "Mm, no. (laughs) Can you blame them? You're not going to pay a livable wage. I ain't going to fucking work there. Hell no. The jobs. (laughs) The jobs restaurant workers did before have changed. 
as has the world around them. The wages should reflect that. Preach. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when restaurants post jobs, they're posting jobs right now that are just inherently harder, more stressful than they were before pre-pandemic. They have to deal with anti-maskers, much more disinfecting and sanitation requirements, and they're actually riskier jobs than they used to be. For real. That being said, expecting to pay the same wages ignores the COVID realities, noting health and safety concerns as well as ongoing childcare needs. I mean, yes. For sure, yeah. It's way too damn expensive. If I'm not going to make the money to match my expenses, I need a new job. Exactly. If if you're not going to meet me in the middle, sorry about you. Enjoy those now hiring (laughs) signs. And they really are everywhere. Oh my gosh. I dash and I just see so many of them. Right. Well, and here's the thing. I know as... You know, I'm a grown 33-year-old. I obviously have more skills than entry level, right? But still, if minimum wage is $7.25, I'm not, like, if I were to go go to somewhere that does start at minimum wage. Here, minimum wage is $10, so. But federally... Minimum wage is $7.25. Yeah. So I, as a mother of two, has rent to pay, phones, cars, insurance, food. I wouldn't even be able to work off of $10 an hour. You know what I mean? Like, I can't pay bills on $10 an hour. (laughs) all the numbers kept going up but that minimum wage number exactly everything keeps going up except minimum wage i mean it's slowly doing it but i really think that we have that 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 we can do some change here i think that this is the time that we can actually do some change and i think that that's what's going on and unfortunately Restaurants, fast food places are going to suffer for a little while until they figure it the fuck out. Yep. And figure it out. Figure it out. (laughs) And I feel bad for those employees because those employees are working their asses off. Yep. And the companies are just expecting more and more and more of them. And these people are just going to get more and more and more miserable. But I'm just sick and tired of seeing the people talking about, oh, well, McDonald's is hiring. All these people need to get off unemployment. They're they're lazy. They're just going to live off the government. Those are my tax money. That's my tax money. <laughs> I hate that same. Oh, my gosh. It's the same response every time. Yeah. It's just the same my regurgitated bullshit, you know? Right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. I think that wraps up in the news, yeah? Yeah. Ooh, then what time is it, Amy? Show shot. Yeah. <laughs> Show shot time. Show shot. <laughs> Show shot. <laughs>
Show shop. Drop tap. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is where we talk about the shows that we are currently streaming. And if you'd like to check them out and watch along, please do. <laughs> Warning. Spoilers ahead. All right. Show shop. Woo. Show shop. Season two, episode three. Yep. Back to work. <laughs> And we started out like every other episode. They're having their staff meeting. <laughs> do they like how many staff meetings do these motherfuckers need? I mean, is that really <laughs> how it is over there at big box places? I mean, yes, we do have staff meetings every day in the morning. Uh, but it usually just involves. You know, anybody that's not busy. <laughs> it's not everyone. <laughs> it's like the whole dang store every time. I know. Yeah, when I worked at the the blue box, man, those staff meetings every morning, they called them the morning huddles. Everybody come for the morning <laughs> huddle. And, you know, it was it's time for our just, morning huddle. <laughs> it was just the store manager talking about different random things that needed that they felt needed to be talked about. And then you had to end with the cheer. <laughs> and the cheer was literally just no. spelling. It was literally just spelling Walmart. <laughs> Give me a W. Woo! Give me an A. Give me an L. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. No. <sighs> That is, oh, you poor soul. She's like and then, every day. And then at the end, you, you, you're you like, what store are we? And then you say your store number. And then you're just like, huh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> mm. Don't miss it. <laughs> but so anyway, um, you know, they're talking about corporate coming, corporate being there, and, and Glenn's like, corporate is vicious, st- savage monsters. And then in comes <laughs> Jeff. He's like, hey, guys, I brought flowers. <laughs> he At first, Glenn calls himself a pathetic Peter. <laughs> and then later on, he bursts into that staff meeting acting like a hard ass, like, He's trying to, like, be all tough in front of Jeff. He's like... Yes. yes. He wants to try to act tough in front of Jeff, so that way Jeff doesn't think that he's a big pushover. <laughs> oh, my God. So there's this lady that walks up, and she says she's got a sharp pain in her side, and he's like, and this is what I'm talking about. People always trying to be lazy on the job, and Jeff is like, actually... That sounds serious. You should go get that <laughs> looked at. And Glenn's just like, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so Jeff is, you know, he says that he wants to see how the whole store works before talking about their demands or whatever, right? So Amy's talking to everybody and she says, you remember March 14th? <laughs> that one day, six weeks ago, that nothing went wrong? 
That's what we need to happen today. <laughs> no, there will never be another March 14th. <laughs> Said never. Hello. Everything goes wrong that day. <laughs> like literally everything. Oh my God. Um, she, she, her and Marcus go into the deli because somebody in Delhi was late or something like they weren't going to be there and <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people that want like deli meat <laughs> so Amy's like all right Marcus we got this <laughs> we don't we, we don't got this no. no they did not got this at all Marcus sliced off his thumb <laughs> So first of all, first of all, when he drops the meat in, it's like, he's immediately, you can tell he's never even touched a fucking meat slicer before. Right. You can tell. Like, he is not handling that safely at all. He's I used to work at Arby's, all right? (laughs) I know, Lexi knows how to handle a meat slicer, and that is not the way, okay? (laughs) He's literally, like, thumb in holding it. Right. I, I know, thought I it happened it. I before like, it happened. Ah. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I watched safety videos about you. <laughs> so they they're like, all right, we we gotta we gotta get Marcus to the hospital. We gotta put his thumb in something cold. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> they put it in a fucking guacamole container. <laughs> <laughs> he just shoved his thumb in with a. Shit, it it just, like, some guac. They were just, (laughs) like, yeah, it'll be fine right here. (laughs) So they set it down for some reason. Because they didn't want Jeff and Glenn to see that Marcus had cut off his thumb. So they set it in that basket. And then they forgot it in the basket. Oopsie. (laughs) So then... Uh, the one, one of the employees is going around, like, picking up all the things that people are putting in the wrong places, and he picks up the guac container. (laughs) Mm. Uh. Oh, man. So while the, the thumb and the guacamole situation is unraveling, freaking Mateo keeps trying to, like, impress Assert his... Yeah, he's, like, trying so hard. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he, like, grabs this lady's arm hard as fuck. I know! He, like, yanks her <laughs> away from her kid. He's like, tell him what what you just told me. Tell him. <laughs> She's like, ouch, you're hurting my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, before that. <laughs> I'm a lifesaver. <laughs> And I think it's freaking <laughs> hilarious that uh, Jeff calls calls him potato. <laughs> he says he goes potato, <laughs> <laughs> and then later he calls him something else, <laughs> and he corrects. He goes, "It's actually potato." <laughs> I mean, potato. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, and uh, the. Also, while this is happening, uh, Jonah is trying to help Dina be likable. <laughs> it's it's not going to happen. Just, 
poor Jonah is in such Um, denial right now. Oh, Dina compares to dogs. She says that she watches a lot of Dog Whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) And says, it's always easier to train a bitch who enjoys your scent. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, gosh. So Jonah tells her, you know, like, maybe get everybody gifts or like, you know, make it to where people like you. And uh, she got them presents all right. (laughs) By burning holes in their locks on their lockers. They're freaking lockers open. (laughs) She literally torched everyone's locker open. But um, she got she got a razor. Men, men's razors for this one lady. And uh, Dina was like, yeah, for your mustache. <laughs> and she got deodorant for Mateo. And she was like, that is a gift for all of us. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. Oh, gosh. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) So, once they realize that they've, like, legitimately lost the thumb guac, Amy pulls, she, like, recruits everybody and says, we gotta find this. Here's the situation. So, they're all, like, trying to find the guacamole. (laughs) And a customer finds it. He walks up and he's like... (laughs) <laughs> um, I just want a thumb in my guacamole. <laughs> the customer finds it, right? And, like, they get everything figured out. And then, you know, of course, Jeff, being the district manager, he has to write up an incident report. Cause... Because there's a thumb in the guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got, like, this whole thing written up, ready to go be typed out. And he's walking out to the office or whatever and Dina stops him and blackmails him (laughs) by saying she wants to submit a report on him while he was there while this was happening because it all (laughs) came down to um Dina Dina asked Jeff you know like so what's going to happen to Amy and he said that it could range from suspension with pay all the way up to being terminated and so Dina was like, mm-hmm. well, so, you know, if you're going to turn in your report, I'm going to have to turn in my report. And he was like, and what is your report? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, my report will be on how you allowed an uncertified, un- uh, uncertified and unsupervised person in with the deli slicer. <laughs> and he's like and if i don't turn in my report she's like well i mean if you didn't turn in your report then i don't have anything to report and she saved amy's job because she's dina and she she really does care she's just she's just dina (laughs) she's she's just dina (laughs) (laughs) like there's no other way around it she's just dina and then at the very end of the episode oh Mm -hmm. my gosh oh my gosh the Mm -hmm. real tea okay 
I was not expecting this. So, Mateo has been annoyed all day. He's been trying to convince Jeff that he is an excellent employee, right? And he walks up to him, and he's like, I just wanted you to notice me. And Jeff's like, oh, I noticed you. He's like, oh, I've definitely noticed you. And then he walks off. He's like, what the fuck? And Mateo's like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh my Just goodness. You wait. Good stuff. <laughs> so then that leads us into episode four. Episode four. Guns, pills, and birds. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the title, I was like, <laughs> I wonder if that's what people think when they see our titles. <laughs> yeah. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There, there's quite literally guns, pills, and birds in this episode. <laughs> there sure is. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny that they managed to pull that off. I was like, <laughs> when I first started watching the episode, I was like, whatever. That's the thing about this show is they are very, like, they have a great way of being able to uh, talk about you know, super tense subjects and still make it to where it's funny and also, like, you learn something and... <laughs> Just you wait! <laughs> well, we are we are marching on through season two. I bet we'll finish season two before we finish season three, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so oh my goodness! It starts out with Amy giving out. They're they're doing their their staff meeting, but this is the end of the staff meeting, and Amy is assigning people for different parts of the store, and she puts Jonah in guns, <laughs> and putting Jonah in guns is like putting me in guns. Okay, <laughs> I don't like guns either. I mean. Other people can like guns. That's totally fine. Right. But right. putting I get what me you're saying. in guns is not a good idea. Like, <laughs> I, first of all, know nothing about guns. <laughs> Second of all, guns make me really nervous. <laughs> they just do. They always have. It's just, it's something so, it's just such a final thing, guns, you know? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but it's just so funny because Garrett. <laughs> uh, oh, my Jonah, gosh. <laughs> Jonah said that he didn't like guns, that he like did fencing or something. <laughs> and so Garrett freaking giggles and he goes, oh, I'm adding that to the list. And Jonah's like, you have a list? And he goes, yeah, I made a list of white people shit that you do. <laughs> that you say you've done. <laughs> yeah, he said. I make a list of crazy white people things Jonah says. <laughs> Sensing, wearing boat shoes, makes his own trail mix. <laughs> and Jonah's like, you like my trail mix. <laughs> um, but I will say, Watching this whole episode while Jonah is at the gun counter, like I was like, "Oh my god, this this is definitely me." And if I, <laughs> he like he picks the gun up, <laughs> like it's like a, he's like, "Yeah, 
a lot heavier than I thought that he was <laughs> holding it with just like his index finger and his thumb. And he then he drops it. it. It's obviously not loaded or anything. And he like drops to the floor and he yells, gun, gun. <laughs> He's freaking out. Everybody's just staring at him. Well, he does that freaking. There's a crow that swoops in. <laughs> and like right next to Garrett, and Garrett is apparently afraid of crows, and so he's like, he like birds. <laughs> he's doing the morning announcement, <laughs> and he freaks out on the intercom. He's like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what that was." <laughs> <laughs> and then Jonah's freaking out about the freaking gun, <laughs> and and then Amy. Makes the mistake of telling him that he has the right to refuse service to anybody. So anybody that comes up to buy a gun, he's like asking them questions. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> sale denied. Sale denied. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps doing this and it ends up causing a whole freaking open carry rally. In the store, like... (laughs) Well, and this whole time, poor Amy. She's just wanting the day to be over so she can go home and just enjoy her alone time because her husband and her daughter are supposed to be going on a camping trip for the weekend. She's just going to have some alone time, eat pizza, and watch (laughs) (laughs) rom-coms. And it's just the worst day and everybody is being difficult and then adam her husband says that he wants to go to a concert instead (laughs) and and she's just over it and you know what from a mom point of view relatable as fuck right same and so relatable. what about the part where she said that she wanted to watch she's all that you know talking about freddie prince jr and everybody's like didn't he die and Literally, nobody knows if he's actually alive or not. (laughs) She's like, like, I'm about 70% sure that he's alive. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And the birds. The birds. The crows. (laughs) So so Dina's like, oh, I got this. I like birds. (laughs) I know everything about birds. All birds. And so, oh my gosh, she says to um to Mateo, you know, we they have like a fitted sheet on some like brooms or something to <laughs> try and catch this one crow that's in the store. And she tells Mateo that they have they both have to run at exactly eight <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what that means. She's like, right, right, metric, thirteen kilometers. <laughs> And then he was like, I still don't know what that means. She was like, well, what's your resting heart rate? And he was like, what? (laughs) And she's like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) We got to figure this out. And by the time that they're like doing all of this, the bird flies off. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So then they get the bright idea of just making a trail of bird feet. (laughs) (laughs) All the way throughout the store and out the door. They're like, that'll lure it out. Yep. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It did not lure it out. (laughs) 
Not even kind of. In fact, <laughs> it was a murder um, of crows. A murder. It was a whole murder. A whole murder. <laughs> and they flew into the store. <laughs> so mm. then Dina gets on the intercom and she goes, you know, attention, Cloud Nine shoppers. I'm going to do like a series of bird calls. Pay no attention. <laughs> So she starts tweeting over the intercom. <laughs> Loudly, obnoxiously. <laughs> All these different bird calls. <laughs> she was like going down a list. She like must <laughs> have a playlist at home or something. <laughs> and all the while, this one customer, this lady, <laughs> she, she buys one energy drink. Like <laughs> one energy drink. And she's just sitting there holding her energy drink, waiting, waiting for the cashier to give her her receipt. But the receipt just keeps printing. (laughs) It's like like six feet long. (laughs) It just keeps going and going and going. (laughs) This is like our survey and all of our rules and regulations and all. (laughs) And I'm like, this is, this is, yes, yes. (laughs) This is real life. (laughs) Only at Target <laughs> and CVS. CVS, you'll get a whole damn roll in two you trips. You will, but that's because they attach all the coupons and stuff to it. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I I fucking loved that. She's just like, I have my I have my energy drink. Could I leave? And the cashier's just like giving her this smile, and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> so while all this other stuff is going on glenn has found out that the store carries the plan b pill right (laughs) and he's a christian man and he is very pro-life very pro-life so he goes up to the pharmacist and he he asks if they can stop selling plan b and then he goes do you believe in god and the guy goes he like goes on this whole ramble, and then he goes, I, "I'm pretty sure God is a frog." <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> Why is that your pharmacist? Like yeah. I got questions. Um. So, so Glenn's like, you know, it, I'm not going to tell you like to get rid of them or anything, but if you feel obligated to just throw them away. I would be okay with that. <laughs> and, and the pharmacist is like, are you kidding me? I love the morning after pill. I keep a few at my house in the Hamptons. <laughs> or wherever it was. I don't remember. <laughs> and, oh, my goodness. Uh, so it's just like throughout the episode, Glenn is trying to like prevent the selling of the Plan B pill at his store. <laughs> Yep. So, um, he comes back over and there's this couple that are trying to buy one. And he keeps like interrupting them and he like tries to show them baby pictures and like then he decides he needs to cut in front of them to make a purchase and he buys all of the plan B pills. Not realizing how expensive the plan B pills are. <laughs> 
and not realizing that you can't return them once you purchase them. <laughs> he found Oops. out that he bought over a thousand dollars worth of birth control. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Mm. So then he says that he wants to return them, and the pharmacist says that that's illegal. <laughs> He's like, "How do I know you haven't tampered with them?" <laughs> Uh, so then, <laughs> Glenn becomes a street pharmacist. <laughs> he goes, he like sets up a little table and he's trying to sell them. <laughs> and he like, I remember this one lady walks in. He goes, good evening, ma'am. You look sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or that other lady that's shopping for condoms and he walks right up to her and he says, congratulations on being sexually active. <laughs> and he was upselling them. He's like, say that you don't want to buy these. Who's to say you wouldn't want <laughs> one of these? <laughs> She's like, I don't think that I asked your opinion. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, he's trying to upsell them. <laughs> and he lies too. He goes, I don't make the prices. That's just what I got them for. <laughs> <sighs> also throughout the episode, everyone keeps commenting that Amy and Jonah should just have an affair already. <laughs> Yes. They're like, just go go screw in the break room or something like that. I don't remember <laughs> what they said, but uh right at the end there, that whole rally, right? This rally with all these people with their guns, right? Yeah. And so Jonah starts getting into it with this guy and they're both standing on these cash <laughs> registers. And so Amy climbs up on the middle one and she's like, You both are acting childish, like Jonah, I get it, but you had a job to do. Other guy with a rifle. You really need a rifle to make a statement about the Second <laughs> Amendment? Like, she held back nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Myrtle. Myrtle calls Jonah a D-bag. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, <laughs> the end of the episode is Myrtle. This, like, 80-year-old woman, <laughs> 80, 90-year-old lady, calls Jonah a D-bag. <laughs> oh my god, and freaking the crow that swoops down and eats Garrett's fries. <laughs> right? He So, like, he, like, starts to befriend the crow, and Dina catches him, and he's like, oh, he wasn't that bad once you get to know him. And then she tells Mateo to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Mateo thinks she meant kill the bird. Handle it, like mafia. <laughs> So he goes and he handles, handles it, it all right. and then hands the bag back to Dina. She's like, "Let's go." Let who this later? <laughs> mm. Mateo, why? <laughs> what did you go through before you got here, man? <laughs> like you are eating human skin. <laughs> mm. Your brother died. Was it your brother's skin? Uh. Mm. 
but it's so funny. Dina's like, let's just go let this guy loose. And he goes off camera and you can just hear her say, there's so much blood. (laughs) (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Poor crow. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Yeah, so that wraps up episode four. Woo. Blood everywhere. <laughs> Blood everywhere. <laughs> so, next time we do Show Shop, we'll be doing episodes five and six. Five and six. Woo. <laughs> Only finger guns because we're not at the gun counter. <laughs> yeah, we don't We don't want real guns, just finger guns. <laughs> finger guns are locked and loaded. Plus, free ammo for life with finger guns. all right so then does that mean it's tea time amy oh it's tea time lexi clink all right lexi what are we doing this week this week our theme is hardware stores oh yeah hardware stores are always fun always You know, there's such a whole thing over there. Yeah, it's such an interesting mix over there. (laughs) So, Amy, what is your first story? She embezzled a big box hardware store. Oh. This happened about three years ago. I work for a large hardware big box retailer at the contractor's service desk. At this time, three years ago, I had just joined the department. The big dog in this apartment was a woman who we'll call Ogre. Oh. (laughs) Shrek, huh? (laughs) Okay. Maybe she's like an onion. (laughs) (laughs) What about cakes? Cakes have layers. (laughs) Ogre pulled strings all throughout the store and even across the district. She was able to have everyone and anyone do anything for her. She was nigh untouchable. (laughs) Damn. All right. Big dog, huh? To her credit, her sales, know-how, personality, and connections to the area's contractors allowed her to push her weight. My other new co-worker, an older man, was quick to paint a different picture of this woman. He had been working with her for the last five years and saw just how she pulled her strings. He fucking hated this woman. Ooh. (laughs) Loathed, even. (laughs) (laughs) At first, I thought it was a grisly old man tired of seeing this ogre boss people around. Then I started seeing the cracks. Of note, Ogre's boyfriend was a hot mess. <laughs> he worked in garden. A desert storm vet, this man very often had to take time off due to mental health issues. Ogre, I learned, was allowed by management to leave literally whenever she wanted to with no punishment. Unpaid, of course, but she would still be able but she would still never receive occurrences for leaving early or not showing up at all well that's not fair wow right 
sometimes it was because of her ailing parents. Other times it was to take care of her boyfriend. Other times it was to be at her kids' sporting events. After she left me alone on my birthday, only two hours into her shift, I decided to start tracking how often she left early or called out. After 13 times over the course of a month and a half, I gave up. Wow. <laughs> Ogre was able to convince management to move her boyfriend to the deliveries department. He would be at her desk for most of his day, almost exclusively pulling only her orders. Hmm. Nice setup you got there. <laughs> Isn't this cushy? Very cushy. <laughs> one day, one of our older cashiers who works near our desk every day pointed out a regular customer of Ogre's. Twice in the span of a month, this man had come in on a Saturday and nearly walked out with thousands of dollars of material. All he had with him was a customer invoice or a sort of long-form receipt that only people at the service desk or contractor's desk are able to create. Hmm. Oh. These things say, quote, in bold, but to an unsuspecting cashier... They are no different than a sold version. The cashier said that the only reason he had stopped him was because he was by himself, but that this customer had been in the store nearly every Saturday before that. The cashier and myself all immediately knew what was happening. Ogre was simply creating a quote with everything this guy wanted and he would come in on a weekend with the invoice, pick up his mystery pick up his materials, and wave the invoice in front of a cashier as if it was a receipt. Mm -mm. I didn't know this guy's info at all as he only went to Ogre. So the next time he came in and left, and again left with just an invoice, I looked up Ogre's orders for the day. Found her most recent one, his, and worked backwards. He had quotes going back more than a year. All of them had a quote canceled status. Oh. Ogre was canceling her quotes for him as soon as he picked up his material. So, shoplifting. I presented all of this information to our manager. The other guy in my department later told me that our manager hated the pull Ogre had with district management and felt a great sense of relief after Ogre was gone. We present this evidence at the beginning of the week and hear no updates. Then on Friday, Ogre commits the most egregious, blatant, disrespectful act I've ever seen. She must have took me for a fucking idiot. Her guy comes up to our desk while it was just me and Ogre. Her desk is located in the back of the department, so my back is to them. I'm with a customer and on the phone, so I adjust my position so I can see them from the side. The guy has some doorknobs and other door hardware. He quietly talks with Ogre before she starts scanning his items. Not at the computer where she would normally create the long-form invoice, but a regular register. Hmm. She's trying to be sneaky. <laughs> In her fucking hubris, 
She just suspends his receipt and lets the guy leave. They didn't even bother with the charades this time. Just clear as fucking theft. I couldn't believe my eyes. I immediately went to my manager. She smiled and then sighed, saying thank you. We hear nothing for the rest of the day. Finally, on Monday, it was reckoning day. Ooh. The day goes normally until around noon. Ogre is on her lunch. A police cruiser pulls up outside of the store. They are here for an employee. Ooh. When Ogre returns from her lunch, she is called into the manager's office. They are in there for nearly an hour before that same cop then walks to the back of the store. They return about five minutes later. Ogre is in handcuffs and is escorted by our managers and the officers straight through our large roll-up doors in front of everyone. Damn. Ogre is finally gone. (laughs) For the next couple of days, I checked our town's police blotter. They hit her with high theft embezzlement. Her boyfriend put in his two weeks the day after she was arrested. He probably turned up for four of those days. (laughs) Rumors about a month later came out that they, quote, didn't have enough on her and charges were never pressed. As far as I know, she's working for some mom and pop hardware store these days. So she got away with it. Damn. That's so fucked, dude. What if she's pulling the same stunts at the mom and pop one, you know? And that's a mom and pop store. Like, the mom and pop store can't handle that financially like a big Mm-mm. box store. Wow. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, ogre. <laughs> you have layers, don't you? <laughs> Devious layers. Damn. They had a whole operation running. Alright, so, you ready for my first story? I sure am. It is a Am I the Asshole story. Ooh, okay. Let's find out. It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Complaining to a Manager? I am 43 years old. I have never once in my life had to ask for a manager. Not once. Until today. And now, I think maybe I was a bit of an asshole, or even worse, a Karen. I was was in line to pay at our local hardware store. I had a bunch of gardening stuff and some new plants, so I was pretty happy. The guy checking out right ahead of me was a veteran, and the cashier said, Awesome, man. Thanks for your service. And I thought to myself, Wow, that was really nice. Good job. But he had to keep talking and follow it up with, yeah, in my opinion, you guys are the real heroes and not these fucking stupid liberal nut jobs. Whoa. That's the cashier talking. Whoa. (laughs) The customer did this awkward laugh and took his stuff and walked out. I'm just standing there like a dumbass and I realized I just couldn't. So I sat my stuff down on the counter and said, Sorry, I'm not going to buy anything here. There were three other uh, employees standing nearby that heard me and one asked what was the matter. So I asked if he was the manager and he says yes. 
I repeated what the cashier had just said, and both he and the cashier started apologizing, but I really didn't want to buy my stuff there, so I left. I could tell the manager was on his ass when I was getting in my car and started to feel bad that I had potentially caused a person to get in trouble during a pandemic. I'm pretty chill, but this just really rubbed me the wrong way, so am I the asshole? Mm, no. I know, I, I feel like this so. is such a minor thing. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, like, you you literally were just like, you know what? Nah, that, that, like, they didn't get up on a soapbox or anything. They didn't say anything bad about the cashier or anything. They literally just, they didn't like what the cashier said. So they're like, you know what? I'm good. Well, I'll yeah. leave. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't actually yeah. ask for the manager. The manager was right there. So <laughs> I just don't understand how somebody could be cussing at people. On you the know clock what I mean? is not a good time to talk about your political views. Yeah, it's <laughs> not really the place. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> yeah, so I vote not the asshole. No, I don't think so. (laughs) And I also don't agree with what the cashier said. (laughs) I know. Like, I mean, you are entitled to your own opinion, but you don't need to try and shove it down everybody else's throat. All right? All right. There's a way to converse with people, for sure. Like, Mm -hmm. you can have, like, you and I, we, we don't agree on everything. Nope. But we still have, like, respect for each other. And, yep. and even if we do get into conversations about our opposing views, we, it doesn't ever end up with us being like, well, well, you're wrong. Your opinion right. is, is, is right. stupid it's never... or whatever. Like... <laughs> we, we never get belligerent with it. It's, I don't know. It's just, there's, there's people skills that need polished here i think right right <laughs> maybe they're new in retail <laughs> must be no <laughs> amy what's your second story <laughs> weird ace hardware story <laughs> oh <laughs> i am the manager of a hardware store hmm i wonder which one <laughs> hmm Probably Lowe's. Uh, for reference, I am a female and I'm 25. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, one day, I cut some surgical tubing for a guy, about 67-year-old man. He came back the next week with a picture of a catheter bag with the tubing connected to it, explaining, this is what you made for me. <laughs> he hands me the picture. Oh. I awkwardly smile at him, and in a polite voice, I say, Oh, that that's nice. <laughs> I shrug and walk away. Wait, you can get surgical tubing from the hardware store? I you guess so. You can get so. Like, anything from a hardware store. I know Menards, you can get, like, you can get M&M's. There's, there's food you can get there. You can also get laundry soap and you know, stuff, too, like... I always bought all of my uh, my dish soap, my laundry soap from Menards because you got it in like bulk, but it was like really good price. 
Mm-hmm. I, would, I would always buy my husband M&M's there, too, because they would have the giant bag, like, the the party bag or, like, the bigger than the party bag. I don't know. They're, it's huge, and it was only, like, nine bucks, and that lasted him about two weeks. <laughs> my husband eats a lot of M&M's. <laughs> That's insane. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I shrug and walk away. Fast forward two months. I'm standing in the middle of the store. Someone taps me on the back. I turn around to find the man standing there with a big smile on his face. He excitedly says to me, Hey, I brought you a gift. Oh, God. (laughs) I take this weirdly wrapped paper, quote, present from him. Open it right now, he exclaims. He's very excited. <laughs> Why, though? <laughs> I neatly unfold the packaging, revealing that it seems to be papers that have all of his medical history and past surgery records on them. Inside the paper, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. Inside the paper was a used, folded up catheter bag. Oh, no. Uh, uh. (laughs) You could see there was a yellow, dried up stain in it. Oh, no. (laughs) Mm -mm. I immediately Mm -mm. turned all red. (laughs) I look up at the customer who has a huge smile on his face. He is very proud. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Mm -mm. Um, I could not even formulate any words (laughs) to come out of my mouth. I was just so shocked. I take off without an explanation. <laughs> uh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> hmm. And I just run to the back. I immediately call a coworker over to show her my present. <laughs> no. They let me know the coast was clear when he left. A few people told me to call the police, so I just went on with my business. I haven't seen the guy since. If he ever happens to come in the store again, one one of my fellow managers said that she'll take care of it. That's only one of the many weird stories that happen at Ace Hardware. I peed oh my in this. gosh. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, you want my piss bag? I may have used it once or twice, but still works. Oh my gosh. No. Ew. No. No. This guy legitimately made this decision. <laughs> like, he wrapped it up and everything. He was like, she'll like this. Says, I got a present for you. <laughs> Oh, my God. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> it's like that uh, 
<laughs> that Hard gif no. of uh, Gene Wilder. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh. Wowzers. All right. Mm-mm. What's your second story? <laughs> Does it involve a piss bag? (laughs) It doesn't, but it is funny. No catheters (laughs) or bags were were harmed in the making of this story. (laughs) Today, I fucked up by sending my brother-in-law to the hardware store to buy some elbow grease. I love the beginning of this. Today, I fucked up. (laughs) How do you go? Wait, is there like an actual thing called elbow grease? Because I was always just told elbow grease was just giving it a little more than normal. So is there an actual product? You're making me think maybe you would have been got with this too. <laughs> go up to Ace Hardware. You're like, I'm looking for the elbow grease. Is this a, is this a thing? Like, do y'all got an elbow grease aisle? <laughs> All right. This happened some years ago. My brother-in-law was still fairly new here in Canada. Oh, this is over up up above the border for us, our, attic. our neighbors up there. <laughs> They're our attic. <laughs> <laughs> we're the basement <laughs> you know we're we're the we're the meth lab that they hide in the basement <laughs> i feel like that does sum up america so fairly well, though. i guess we're the basement they're not the attic <laughs> they're the house <laughs> they're the house <laughs> damn it amy <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we've established that America's one giant meth lab. Ooh. I mean, um, show me the lie. I know, I can't find the lie. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he bought an old chopper that needed some TLC and asked me for help. He was reading on the internet how to clean and polish the tank and frame, etc. It was raining out, and so we went into the garage to do our work. I asked him if he had everything we needed, to which he replied, Yes, oh, I have to run to Home Depot for one more thing. The instruction said I'll need some elbow crease. (laughs) (laughs) I had to run, sorry. (laughs) Um, would they have any there? I looked at him with a smile. But being a prankster, like I am, I decided not to correct him (laughs) and let him figure it out when he gets there and asks around. Yes. (laughs) I figured it'll be a great laugh for dinner. (laughs) So I said, oh, yeah, just ask. I'm sure they'll have some for sure. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, brother-in-law gets in his Beamer and off he goes. Home Depot is a 10-minute drive. Of course he doesn't know what elbow grease is, then. He has a Beamer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Home Depot is a 10-minute drive from the house. About five minutes later, I get a call from him. The ABS failed, and the car slid into a ditch and hit a pole. Holy shit! What? Oh, no! (laughs) 
the airbag also failed and the car hit the, sorry, hit the pole hard. The car was a write-off and he ended up being okay, just a fat lip from his face hitting the steering wheel. Uh, he's an aggressive driver and it was raining out. His stupid car malfunctioned. Uh, these were all the excuses I was making to make him feel better so that I wouldn't feel responsible for his accident. <laughs> I decided that was the, that the best way would be to not tell him. Later on that summer, he came to me and he said, Did you know that elbow grease isn't really a thing? It just means physical effort. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> I looked at him surprised <gasps> and said, Really? Huh? And shrugged. <laughs> oh my god. Ah! <laughs> I would be like done pranking people. <laughs> Every time I prank someone, they crash their car. Oh my god, I'm like, yikes. Oh my goodness. He said, today I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, get the elbow grease. You'll be fine. What's the worst that can happen? (laughs) Literally the worst thing that could happen. (laughs) Like, Jesus. It's not like you'll get into a car accident or anything. (laughs) yikes yikes Uh, oh my gosh on spikes at least he ended up okay yeah that's good how bad do you think that they would have felt if he did not end up okay right oh my god they'd be like (laughs) triggered by prank tv shows they're like no never again (laughs) fuck a whoopee cushion like (laughs) what (laughs) sorry some trauma. <laughs> Elbow grease. Oh <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, though. I feel like if there hasn't been somebody that's made something, like I feel like it would be something along the lines of almost like WD-40 or something. Something that you could put on something that's like stuck and call it elbow grease. <laughs> that's why I was like... That would be smart. I know what elbow grease is, like, but has somebody made it something? <laughs> right? Somebody could have made it into a thing. <laughs> Just saying. All right. So does that wrap up tea time? It does. It's time for dance. Sing it, girl. <laughs> mm, get it. Demographics. We have a tie. A three-way tie in in our top four this week. We do. Not in first, though. First, we got the reigning champs. We got Indianapolis. Yeah. Woo. Keeping it up. Keep it up, y'all. Dang. And then uh, in second place, we got Chicago, Illinois. Y'all are like right behind Indy. Holy smokes. And then right behind Chicago, White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Get it, get it. Yeah. And then we got a three-way tie. You know, it's funny because 
If it's just a two-way tie, I still feel the need to say how many numbers are involved. Yes, I don't know we, what's wrong with me. We know. I know <laughs> All of us. <laughs> well, then tell me what's wrong with me because I don't know. No, we, we just know that you always feel the need to say how many are in the tie. <laughs> Even if it's I'm only numerically two. inclined, okay, Amy? <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> so in fourth place this week, Amy... We got Columbus, Ohio. Ooh. And then we got Manhattan, New York. They came back. Hello. They did. Welcome back, y'all. And then the house that has it all together because we are the messed out basement. Uh (laughs) I can't with you. We got Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> Toronto. How does it feel to have your shit together? <laughs> Thanks for not being as messed out as we are, I guess. <laughs> Here on the dumpster fire down in the basement. I hope we keep you warm at least. <laughs> Helps with the heating bill, you know, because it's very cold up there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> the messed out basement. <laughs> well, so like the you have our sign off quote. Yes, I do. My quote this week is the key to success is to focus on the goals, not the obstacles. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear my little poppy sounds? <laughs> it's a pop gun, get it? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll let myself out. <laughs> I'm coming too. <laughs> On that note, until next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our webpage. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com, and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at CoratPod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C-O-N-F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.